Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 49 of the Project Tech Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Garcia, and I'm joined by co-host, Kevin Alone. What's up, man? What's going on, buddy? How you doing? Pretty good. If you are new to the show, we are the podcast that brings you the latest gaming news. Kelf, before we get into the news today, tell me about your week. Tell me tell me what, what's going on. What are you playing? Um, I've kind of been dabbling with the... Uh, League of Legends game, the RPG, uh, Kings Ruined or Ruined Kings, and still playing that, right? Right. Um, also playing Days Gone again. I'm still playing that. So basically everything that I was playing last week, I'm still playing this week because I take forever to finish games. How about you? Uh, League of Legends, for the most part. I, I haven't really touched Days Gone this week. I definitely want to. I've played actually more Halo campaign, been, been trying to hit that bits and pieces here mm. it sucks because during like the summer there's really not that much to play like new game wise right 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 and then once the holidays hey it's like boom boom Bombarded. boom boom yeah and, and I'm thankfully we haven't gotten a lot of like like we were supposed to play battlefield right but that didn't pan out because it sucks Ew. well it doesn't suck but it's just not great um we were supposed to play call of duty right but the whole map situation right now we'll talk about that later if you want but it's just not what we wanted so yeah, we're we're kind of limited, but we still have a ton of games to play. Yeah, no, I definitely. Uh, we, we me and Kelvin played Call of Duty this week, and on the new Vanguard map, and we weren't impressed. We weren't really impressed with the uh, the direction it's going in. Um, but maybe they can they can change it up next map. I don't know, but it's just not for us anymore, right? I'd say. Yeah, I agree. I mean, everything you just said, perfectly fine. I, it it just doesn't smack the way it did, and I think it it, it sucks. Like it, I I want to get back into that game, right? Because I love playing multiplayer, but it just doesn't hit the way it used to hit, you know. But I've been we've been playing It Takes Two, and that that's, that's a fun, fun. That's a fucking blast, you know. So. Yeah, and and it's when you see like when Halo came out, it's kind of like a freight train that just like the multiplayer, just like this is the thing that people are playing. This is the shooter. That is the shooter right now compared to all of the three big ones that came out. Like, obviously, it's the best shooter of 2021 at the at the, at the moment, I feel like. Um, See, it's hard to I, I agree with you. But at the at the core of it, I just feel like Halo is just more Halo, and that's okay. But it doesn't do anything extravagant. It doesn't do anything different for me to the point where I'm just like, holy shit, I'm mind blown, you know? It's just more Halo. I'm like, all right, I'll pop in. Like, and if I don't play anymore, I just don't play anymore, you know? so it doesn't really grab you in a sense where you like you don't feel like you're going to be addicted to this game you want to keep playing and playing and play it's kind of like it's there i'll pick it up and that's it that's kind of feel like how you've always moved halo right and that's that's the thing i've always felt that way with halo like i've enjoyed my time playing every single iteration that i have played but every time i play it i'm like all right i'm having a great time and then someone says oh shit Metal Gear Solid is on. Like, let's play Metal Gear. Like, all right, cool. Or like, oh, let's play something else. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I'm done. Like, it it doesn't grab me to the point where like I can't keep my hands off this game. You know, it's because you want a battle royale for it. You would you would not stop playing it if it was a battle royale for it. This is the time. This is the time. No, there's not going to be battle royale. I'm glad it's not battle royale. How do you um, know? <laughs> let's let's move on to the actual news for this week, Kel. So for our first news piece. PlayStation finally releases different colors for uh, covers for the PS5 and new controller covers, right? So that happened this week, Kel. Um, they finally released these covers, and the colors are kind of weird, right? Mm, um, mm. There's Nova Pink, Starlight Blue, and Galactic Purple. 
kind of kind of strange. All right. Right. Yeah. Um, they're easily removable. They click right into place. Um, you can get them for both consoles, the disc version and the disc version, and it costs fifty five dollars for the covers. What do you think of these covers? Uh, give me your thoughts on these. Here's the thing. I'm not completely sold on these covers because in my head, I had something completely different going into this, you know? Why? Is it the colors or is it because there's no like third party on them or or not? Sorry. uh, First first party party on them. So that's, that's the thing. I think they don't look bad, but they could be better. Right. And I think this is another one of those like missed opportunity things where I envision Sony like really taking charge here and like taking like their, uh, covers like a step above the competition like i know d brand is doing their own thing but instead of just giving us like different color schemes they could have done something like the first parties where they give us like collectible covers right and you have like uncharted or drake's fortune or you know drake in there you have uh, god of war you have ratchet and clank like that would be really cool and i was just thinking about this the other day too like what if they had uh the laser engraved co- uh, covers like that would be cool it would be fucking expensive more than the ones that we have now right but that would be like a collectible item that people would, for the most part, I think, gravitate towards. But as far as the actual colors themselves, do you wish they had something, a different color scheme? Do you wish that there was like, like maybe a gunmetal gray in there or something more like, like a like more neutral of a color versus what they have? The, cl- the colors they kind of have are kind of, kind of loud. You know, they, have, they have a pink, they have a blue, they have a purple, they have like this red, they have, they have, uh, they have the black, but... Black is yeah. kind of boring on a console, you know? Yeah, I think they, they, like you said, they're very loud, right? And I don't think it suits me and my personality as far as, like, what I would want. I think the white is perfectly fine, and I'm going to probably keep it that way. But, yeah, Same. I don't like the colors as much as other people. I, I, I kind of can see why people like the Nova pink one. Right. But I don't – no, I don't know. It, just, it doesn't do anything for me as far as, like, I don't want to see that as my centerpiece, you know? And the way I have my, my – kind of like my background going it's more like gray black white white neutral colors right neutral colors and then having this like hot pink you know (laughs) or like nova pink ps5 it's like what the fuck but you know to each their own like people do enjoy this they have this like galactic uh theme going on which is fine but i again that's another thing i'm like what's the whole galactic thing what's the whole point of it like what are they aiming for like I don't know. Is it, like, is it like season one of the the covers? Like that's how I feel yeah. like it is. Right I just now. wish they took it up a notch a little bit with this, and they might they might do that. This might be something that they're working on in the future. But right now, it doesn't scream premium like how we've been talking about this whole console generation, right? Where PS Five is this premium product that you have to have. The white stands out as a premium quality product again similar to we talked about this before with apple like apple and ps5 are kind of hand in hand when it comes to not giving you too much customizations they're just like here's your color you're gonna like it and you're gonna enjoy it whereas xbox is like oh you can do whatever you want like let's you know let's change it up a little bit or like let's uh you know you can play wherever you want to play like things like that so it's just a weird weird way to sell these like i wish it would have went a different direction yeah and final thoughts here about it I feel like they don't do the the first party things yet because they're still holding out for limited edition consoles. That's mm-hmm. like the big draw for limited edition consoles. True. Because yeah, we talked about that. The, you know, we we did a whole special on YouTube about uh, the PS4. Yeah. You know, the, the all of them, the all the all the special editions. So I feel like they're kind of saving those to release, but they got to crank out the normal PS4 PS5s first before right. they can actually sell those. 
And my, my final thought on this, like, as far as the price goes, like, it's fine. I mean, 55 is pretty steep, or 54.99 is pretty steep for this. I feel like 30 or 40 bucks would have been a sweet, sweet spot. 100%, yeah. But it is cheaper than the uh, competition. I know D brand is charging like 60 bucks or something like 65 or whatever. It's hideous, by the way. Yeah, pretty bad. But if you guys want to see the D brand uh, PlayStation cover? ps5 cover they basically took the the, the tower like little antlers that the ps5 have and they Gone. cut them off and they put like, like cutting there instead yeah it's like cutting off like like pitbull's ears or something <laughs> they're just like yeah there's no it, it, it's like cropped its ears and yeah. they it, it cut off. it looks it looks strange it doesn't look it looks neutered <laughs> you know exactly. what i mean like it looks very strange uh, so yeah enough about that kelv let's move on to the next piece here uh nintendo aired a 20 minute showcase uh, focusing on indie games this week. I'm going to just go through the list of indie games. All right. I'm not mm. going to go into depth in depth about where every, every single indie game. Um, so we're just going to list them off here and I'm going to get your thoughts on a whole direct. All right. Sure. Uh, Chicory, a color tale. It's a fun word to say. Chicory. Chicory. Uh, After Love EP. Aisha, the Oblivion of Twin Goddesses. Sea of Stars. Uh, it is the same canon as The Messenger, a previous title for the same developer. Uh, Figment, Locomotive, which is a train game. Um, a train game. Endling, Extinction, Extinction is Forever. Mm. Ali Ali World, which is a skateboarding game. That's another fun word to say. Uh, River City Girls 2. Dungeon. That sounds sexual. <laughs> yeah, River City Girls 2. It sounds like a... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh Dungeon Munchies, Time Lie, Oh Mori, and that's it. Those were all the indie games shown uh, at the mini Nintendo Direct. How do you feel about these? the, the Direct in general? Uh, we don't have to go into specifics about the indie games that are shown. What do you think? It, it's fine. I mean... This is an indie showcase. I didn't expect too much out of it, right? It was a 20-minute presentation. So yeah. they, they showed what they had to show. More indie games are coming to the Switch. That's fine. Um, To me, it, it, it's hard because I, I don't really use my Switch for indie games, which I know I probably should because it is a fantastic hardware for that, right? But I that's not what I use my Switch for, mostly Smash Brothers, honestly. But it's just uh, none of these games really stand, stood out to me except for uh sea of stars sea of stars looks pretty cool kind of like look, looks more my type of like rpg vibe uh it yeah. reminds me of like grandia 2 for some reason like when i when i was watching that obviously better graphically but it just had that cool like you know you had those two characters and you're i guess something about uh sun and moon and you're combining these powers to like use like eclipse uh, powers or something like that so it, it has like a cool concept the story looks cool it has like your traditional rpg elements so that kind of stood out to me and was that the only one that that's that's it that's it that was it i was like all right everything else is fine but sea of stars kind of stuff and that's coming out next year holiday next year so that's going to be ways ways away right um yeah with indie games they're kind of like a like a little slice right of a of, of game you don't have to there's not too much to put into as far as like they're not they don't cost as much money they're pretty pretty quick to get through um it's just like a nice little happy just like play this real quick and then that's it My anything opinion, stood out to you hmm? anything stood um, out to you <laughs> honestly ollie ollie world okay that was kind of cool a skateboarding thing i, I liked yeah. uh skate and like the tony hawk games and i thought that was kind of cool that there's an indie skateboarding game i feel like that hasn't really been done before 
So right. yeah. that was that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nintendo Direct. It, I hate I hate when they use like Nintendo Direct in the name because you get like get excited. You're like, oh my god, Nintendo Direct, and it's like, no, just indie games. Just kidding. It's indie ah. games, and that's not a bad thing. It's not like hating on indie games, right? Like, it's just. I, I think you and I have the same taste as far as like big budget games that we want to see like shit blowing our fucking socks off and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, at least that's right. Are you on the same boat? Or you're yeah, just like, no, eh. no, for sure. I, I agree a hundred percent. I, as much as I hate to say it, I, I like the big, the big production basically, you know? Cause you can definitely see what that game is capable of, like what your hardware is capable of. Um, and not to say again, there's a plenty, like again, uh, Kenya, Bridge of Spirits, that does a phenomenal job of showcasing the PS5, showcasing, you know, what it has to offer. But and it's also an indie game, right? But these are a little bit more kind of bite size indie games, so it is what it is. Yeah. More like eight bit ish kind of look. Right. Like, you know, it's it's not necessarily what we're yeah. into. But um if you guys are into it, go watch it. It's an attender direct, just YouTube it, and those are the indie games. But check out Sea of Stars, because that looks cool. Yeah, that one that one looked cool. Uh, the messenger apparently got really great reviews, um, right. so I'll have to check that out. But Kelv, the next piece of news we're going to talk about is also an indie game. Mm-hmm. The name of the game is Sifu, or Saifu. I think it's Sifu, More, but you got to say it in that like Sifu, Sifu, you know. Sifu. Um, <laughs> but more gameplay was shown. Now this game was shown i believe in e3 of this past year mm-hmm. and it is a, right. yeah and if you guys don't know what seafood is it is a roguelike uh game it looks to be an excellent addition to the genre it's a beat-em-up style so you basically are like this this kung fu master or i guess you start as a student and you go through levels and you're beating up bad guys but there is a twist when you die you have an option to take a game over and you lose all your skills that you basically got during that level or you can choose to get older so what happens when you choose to get older well you age and your attacks do more damage but you start taking more damage so it's kind of an even balance where like do you risk i I mean you're obviously going to get older you're gonna you're gonna do it but now it kind of still makes the game hard because you really have to be, you have to finesse, like, you know, dodge stuff and really do the pairing and stuff like that. Um, so I think that's a super interesting take on the roguelike. Uh, and let me tell you, the gameplay looks, re- like, the fighting looks so, like, tight and crisp and the pairing felt good. Um, what do you think of this game? Yeah, I, I fucking love this game. Yeah. This game looks... You could tell um, slow caps, slow clap studios put in a lot of work into making sure that the combat feels tight, spot on, right? Um, every like parry that you do, or every punch, or every um, responsive like dodge that you do, it, it looks to me. Obviously, we haven't played the game, but it looks like the game is nailing all those like cues right it just looks really good and that concept with the whole roguelike element where you're aging if you if you die you decide to age that is interesting that is very like really cool touch to the game and i think that's going to really change a lot of the roguelike um games moving forward because they can use that concept as well or something similar yeah it's not like you just die and then that's how you gotta start all over again right this is like takes a different spin on it which is cool 
I'm just curious to see uh, what kind of other elements they can use or mechanics they can use to, to change the game style. Because is it going to be where you're just going into a fight like in a group of enemies and like these like enclosed spaces and you're just, just that's just the kind of like the rinse and repeat thing that you're doing throughout the whole entire game? Or are you able to use weapons? Um, I know you said something about um, changing or leveling up your your, your character. That's a, that's a cool you know part of it. But I just want to know like can you um, use the environment to your advantage? Like things like that. That I'm still hopeful to see, or you know, I mean, it's coming out next month. What February is it? I think it's February yeah. that's coming out. So you can. There's like beer bottles and like little like benches you can use to like okay. throw at people. So there are environmental factors that you can use to help you with the fight. As far as the skills go, though, there is a skill tree in the game, but it's an actual skill tree. So you know, like in games, you open your interface and you have like your skill tree to pick like what what skills you want. In this game, in the base level, like the base where you like just like spawn or whatever, there's actually a tree you have to go to, and that's where you upgrade your skills. <laughs> Again, I was like, that's amazing. Like they, they're just they're great. I love it. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna look. This is gonna be interesting. Again fighting mechanics look great the the graphics look great like, i think this is going to be and, and again this is an indie game so there's so many levels to indie games that it, it it's it, there's really no like you can decide which kind of indie games you prefer whether it's like the 8-bit or whether it's like this like sifu those are like the great things about indie games but this game man i, I can't wait i know again this is another kenya moment right here this is gonna do fucking great so i did a little research on soul clap is that why you were doing that? I was like, why the f- yeah, are you yeah. like... <laughs> every, every time I like to say their name, it's just like a very... It's just a cool, <laughs> different name. I don't know. <laughs> so they made a game called Absolver. So I, look at, I looked at videos for a gameplay. And you can see the elements from there work their way to seafood. Because it's oh, sure. just like very tight gameplay it's like a fighting game and you get to choose your own kind of like style so you definitely see the where they got a lot of their inspiration from was from Absolver, mm. um which apparently has really good reviews on steam okay so i have to check it be, out maybe worth to check out yeah that, that was their first game that the company uh slow clap has has made and slow clap is only only has 12 people on their team on their website only have 12 people telling you wild kenya another kenya moment i'm telling you it's gonna be is is this a ps5 exclusive uh it is not ps5 ps4 and windows ah okay which was on switch but you know no um yeah i I guess but i don't know if you'll feel that same impact as you're like punching and dodging and parrying i don't know i want to know what is the age limit in the Mm. game so you ate, I think you started like age 20 or something. Maybe like 80, 90, something like a hundred maybe. Yeah. Like once you hit, hit like age, like 80 or 90, is it, you get hit once and you die. <laughs> Could be. I, I mean, mean I, I, so tell me more about this, like aging mechanic that they have. So when you get to a certain age, you're obviously slower, right? I, I would assume you're slower when you're, I don't think you're slower. I think you just do more damage, but you risk it where the enemies can hit you once and you take that much damage. So you really have to be offensive. You can't really be defensive. Whereas when you're younger, you could be a little more defensive minded. But when you're older, it's so it, again, it doesn't necessarily make the game easier. Right. Because you get hit once, you lo- you still lose all of your skills. So 
I, I think it's going to be interesting, and I hear nothing but good things so far from everyone that's has played this game. Yeah, so I'm excited. I, I can't wait. I can't wait till we, till we get to a point where uh, developers start giving us like codes for games, so that we can actually like play them hands on and give you like our full blown impressions of it. Like that would be a dream at some point in the future. One day. Hey, slow clap. Send us some uh, seafood codes, please. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Stop, stop doing the clap, clap, please. You, <laughs> right, you don't move, even move. hear it. <laughs> they could hear it. I couldn't hear anything. You couldn't hear it on the mic? Wow. Nope. I, right. I just see you, your doofus face just like clapping and shit. You know what? Always always stomping on my dreams. Uh, let's move on. Dr. Disrespects is starting a triple A game studio with X Halo and X COD devs. Wow. New studio with former developers from Halo and COD, and they're going to be calling themselves the Midnight Society. Mm. They also have support from esports entrepreneurs. Um, I, if you guys don't know, Doctor Disrespect is actually a former game dev himself, um, and he worked on Call of Duty. I think it was Call of Duty Modern Warfare, or or Advanced Warfare. I think it was Advanced Warfare he worked on. Um, this is a quote from Dr. Disrespect about the Midnight Society. It's going to be the best, most community-focused online PvP multiplayer experience the world has ever seen. That's a End bold quote. statement. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that first before we start. What do you think of this? I, well, one, I had no clue Dr. Disrespect was a developer at one point you know i, I had no idea he worked on research yeah yeah i had no idea he worked on cod so that's cool which makes sense now you know doing this topic because like now he's getting into the, the gaming industry and stuff like that um i think it's cool i think it's 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 kind of dope that he's incorporating other devs um especially like um like veterans from call of duty from uh, halo like that that's cool and so what he said, I'm going to read it again. The best, most community-focused online PvP multiplayer, right? That That's basically telling us what this game could possibly be, right? I mean, it's going to be an online-focused game, PvP multiplayer. That, and that gives me kind of like Destiny vibes. I'm not sure if that's where he's going. Is it going to be an FPS game? Like, what what does that mean, you know? Well, it's definitely probably going to be an FPS game because that's where... That's where he you shines, know, he got, too. Yeah, well, he also has ex-Halo dev and Call of Duty devs going to exactly. be working on it. So it's definitely going to be a first-person first person shooter. Mm-hmm. It's it's. I don't think it's going to be like anything like Destiny because it's PvP, and Destiny's more Pv, PvE. Okay, yeah. So it, it's going to be more, if you think about it, more of a COD, but maybe something entirely different because he's obviously he's taken the Battle Royale by storm with sure, his, uh, sure. his streaming. So... I, we have no idea what genre it's going to be in a sense like where this first person shooter is going to be taking place. Could be outer space, could be, you know, war, warfare, anything like that. It could be a take on Battlefield, Call of Duty, one of those guys, but right. we have no idea. We don't know what he did as uh, as when he was working on Call of Duty, right? We don't know what exactly his title was. I think he was just, he was in the credits as a developer or something like that. Maybe animator or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. Um, okay. You don't. You don't have to look it up. I just didn't know. Um, it it would just give us a little bit more insight on like what he like his strong suit is or what he's kind of like focusing on. But yeah, I I think this is cool. Definitely an FPS game, right? Like I think we kind of settled that for sure. Like it's gonna be an FPS game. Uh, 
Um, as far as budget goes, it, it's a it says they're starting a AAA game studio, so this has to be a pretty heavy budget game, right? Well, yeah, yes, he, he has influencers influencers on it. Yeah. And it's going to be marketed heavily. Trust me, you're going to not be able to not get away from it. It's going to be on Instagram. It's going to be everywhere. It's just like, this is the new game. You got to play, you got to play, you got to play this game. Which makes me a little nervous because then it's like they're going to be trying to shove it down your throats. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I'm just... Actually, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, just I found where it says, uh, it says he was a community manager and designer at mm. Sledgehammer Games. With credits on Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Three, and Advanced Warfare. Interesting. Uh, so he's, okay. and this is a quote from him: "As a longtime player, streamer, and former game developer myself, I often dream of creating awesome titles, titles that the entire communities can get behind from day one." So he said mm. it himself that he was a game developer. Okay. All right. That that's interesting. I'm I'm excited to see what this is gonna turn out to be, and. It, it could be I'm just a little worried as far as like Dr. Disrespect is very well known, obviously, in the gaming community. He's also had some rough patches, though, right? He's had a lot of rough patches with Twitch, which had him migrate over to YouTube at one point. I'm not sure if he's on YouTube at the moment, but I know they had like a rough kind of issue going on between Twitch and him. So I'm not sure. I mean, that is, that could mean nothing. Right. But I, I know he has a lot of like turmoil with like things like that and i could be wrong i'm not into in the, in the know with dr disrespect like that but i've heard those instances so i don't know if that can lead to i don't know issues with the game studio or if, it, if that's gonna you know what does that mean as 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 a person like as him working with other people like is he hard to work with like those things i kind of think about as a game studio in general i just we just have to wait and see what yeah. he comes up with i think it's we can't really make can't release tell what what he's gonna do and how it's gonna be but i like that i like this move i think it's i think it's a cool move i think it's great that a streamer wants to make his own game i feel like isn't that the point like that's like a dream everyone has is like you play games and you're like well i want if i made a game i would make it like this and i would make it do that so he's just living the dream i guess (laughs) yeah (laughs) no that's a great point i mean like this is also great in that aspect where he he's also brought in influencers from his community and helped them kind of flourish a little bit more into the gaming here i go again with the word landscape and just kind of build that you know portfolio with with other influencers so i think that's great yeah it's great yeah all good stuff uh right now they're working on the first title it'll be announced soon they launched a website has a twitter account and discord they're currently hiring for many positions so it's gonna be you a while until we, yeah, okay. Uh, it, it's <laughs> it's gonna be, be a while until we hear anything about this, just because it is and in its infancy right now. So, yeah. uh, regardless, exciting stuff from Doctor Disrespect. Oh yeah. Do you watch him a lot or no? Not really, here and there. No, but okay. I don't really. I'm not really into like watching streamers. Me honestly. neither. I'm it's not, just like I I'd rather just play. The I'd rather game. play the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'd rather play the game myself. So I get it though. It's like TV. It's like comfort if you have something in the background. I just like watch or something, and and I, I totally understand. I do like his persona though. As when he streams, he has this like persona that you just don't you you, you just want to keep watching. You know, it's it's Fascinating. weird because it's almost like watching a superhero. He has like this this uh, persona. And he has this outfit, 
and he's not revealing his like true identity. You know what I mean? So it's like almost like watching a superhero play a game in a sense. Well, right? he has revealed his his actual. He, like, no, no, he, he has. But I'm saying it's it's as if it's like his alter alternate alter ego, ego. than yeah. his actual him. You know. Yeah, and then you know you're doing a good job when people see you as just that. You don't see them. You don't see that person as his regular self. Doctor disrespect. You know him with the shades, the hair, the mustache. Like that's him, right? And people know that. So it's like if you have that embedded in people's mind, then you're doing something good. Right. Exactly. Like you're you're you're, you're killing it. So and this is what yeah. he's doing. He's killing it. Well, Kel, that wraps up the news for this week. Let's move on to our next segment, PTG Talks, where me and you have a conversation. So it's a juicy one today, the conversation we're about to have. Oh, I can't wait. Long time coming. This discussion piece for today, Kelv, Splinter Cell Remake finally announced at Ubisoft Toronto Studios. Finally, man. Oh, man. It's been a long time coming. Ubisoft is going to be making, remaking Splinter Cell. If you guys don't know what Splinter Cell is, uh, it's basically uh, your espionage type of game where you're sneaking around, you're, you're a secret agent and you're stealth and you're taking out people, assassinating them. And it's, it's great. Uh, it is a great, it's probably the best in the genre. You know, that's what the likes of metal gear likes of Hitman. I would say splinter cell is probably like the best. And uh, we love metal gear, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred yeah. percent. But as far as like the sneaking around goes, I think that takes it. You th- oh wait wait what uh, you think me- you think Splinter Cell takes the the whole stealth better than Metal Gear Solid? I think the point of the gameplay is better, whereas in Splinter Cell you can't get caught at all, and then you lose. Okay. Whereas okay. in Metal Gear you have the option to go in guns blazing if you need to. This game is strictly you got to take him out in a stealth way because if you get caught, game over. Okay. So. Okay. Right, that's what i sure. meant by that i don't meant by the game the, f- this game's better than that game i meant in that aspect it is but mm-hmm. anyways so there was a video that that got shown and it's basically an image of sam fisher's famous uh green lip binoculars you know with the three eyes um and it words now hiring uh shown as a developer interview so that's pretty wild that it's going to be remade i it was a game that i didn't know i missed until i saw this announcement so, but you did know that there was rumors that there was a Splinter Cell game. Being there was made. rumors, but I always take rumors with a grain of salt until right. I actually see it. I don't get excited, excited until I see the actual thing there. And I'm like, yes, it's real. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be made using a Ubisoft Snowdrop engine, which is used on the division. So and currently, that's... currently the... Um... What's that game that they're making now? The Avatar, their new Avatar game that they're making. It's right. Also using that engine as well. So. So it's it sounds like a great engine to be using. I'm I'm okay with it. I saw. I was like, that's that's reassuring because I know the Vision has a huge fan base and it's a great mm-hmm. game. So that that's that's reassuring. I'm just gonna read a quote from the technical producer Peter Andreas. We're going to take the time to explore what this means for us, for light and shadow, for animation tech, for gameplay. AI and even audio. Andrito said, We want to bring fans something new, yet still connect them to that feeling they had two decades ago, playing the masterpiece for the first time. This is exciting stuff. 
that they actually want to this doesn't seem like a cash grab mm. to them i mean it will be because obviously the name is big but yeah they want to take they want to do it in the right way they want right. to be a, a proper remake and they want to capture our new audience as well while having the feeling you and me had when we played those games what do you think of all of this kelv i'm coming up man i'm ready like i'm ready for this you don't you have no fucking idea so uh splinter cell has a long history with me in a sense that i've always thought of splinter cell i've always thought of splinter cell as like a, a younger brother to metal gear solid if that makes sense it's kind of like the the luigi to the mario or like i don't know dragon ball z or naruto like i've always felt like splinter cell fantastic franchise but it just never reached the level of metal gear right it was always second to it in my opinion right i think because of the story i think yeah. because metal gear has such an outrageous story like the storytelling makes you more involved with the game versus like gameplay wise splinter cell is mostly focusing on the gameplay and like you got to do this and which most Tom Clancy games are, you know? Right. And I love the fact that they're, they they coexist co in the same uh, universe, right? Like as far as, like, they're both stealth action games or stealth espionage games, but they're dramatically different when it comes to gameplay, right? Like you, like you were saying, one is very stealthy, and if you die or if you get caught, you're done. You have to start that mission over. Whereas the other one, if you get caught, you're going guns blazing, and then, you know, so, you know, so on and so forth. But I've always been a huge fan of, of Splinter Cell, um, and so much that, we talked about this where I've bought Tom Clancy books before, right? Like, because I wanted to see, like, I wanted to read, like, the specific, like, Splinter Cell books. Um, now, my only thing is, though, with this, it, it's, I feel like the way they announced it was just very un, I don't know. It, they, they felt like it did, they didn't care, right? I don't know if you felt the same way. It was just like, here's a, a, an image of, you know, hey, we're making this remake. We're hiring. But, that could have been so much more if they put the time and, and thought of like actually showcasing it anywhere. They could have showcased it over at the Game Awards. That would have been a perfect time. It just happened like a few weeks ago, right? Like last week or something. That would have been great to just show that there and be like, hey, Splinter Cell is coming, you know? And I felt like it was just a ball dropped again. Like it was just one of those things where like that could have been great and it could have really brought people to like hype for it. Now it's just like, oh, it was posted on twitter or something and now it's like all right i guess we're waiting for a splinter cell game i think it's to start the hype up i don't think they had the assets ready yet to get a trailer and all this stuff going so this is the way they had to do it with what they had because again they don't even have the people to make the game yet so they're like we're excited we want to show you this thing but we're not ready to show you this thing yet in a sense right whereas we might have only seen a trailer we might we might have to we might have to waited till like next E three to see a trailer for this game versus getting the information now. So I appreciate that that we actually got the information now rather than waiting sure. a year and a half for a trailer to to release about like this game's coming, which is gonna do the same effect in a sense. We're like, yeah, it's it's more hype to see a trailer. It's like, oh my god, you know what I mean? But like this, you're like, you still get excited that the game's being made, you know? Yeah, but. It- Again, it just felt very anticlimactic. Like if you're if you're gonna announce this, you 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 essentially announce this game that people are very excited for. But the way you announced it was like, it just means it, it means two things to me. One, it means that does Ubisoft really think or know that 
this franchise is as big as it really is. Do, do they know that people are really excited for this game, or do they think that it's just like another, you know, AAA game that they're just going to release and then, you know, make some numbers and then whatever? I don't know. I feel like they're they're missing that that moment. They could have made this so much bigger. And again, they don't have to go crazy. Again, like you said, they don't have the um the the team yet to to build this game, right? This is just in their in its infancy. But they they know that this game is big so they could have easily said or made like a small trailer that showed you know sam or, or had the voice actor at a uh, game awards and it just would have been that pop moment or like oh shit splinter cell is coming like that would have made way more uh you know noise than this, right you know? i i hear you 100 percent. like i i get that i'm in the field where i'll take what i can get you know, like, okay. like, oh, it's coming out. At least it's coming out. All right, I'll take that. Sure, sure, sure. Right. So that's kind of the way you have to look at it too. It's it's not just like I, I guess like there's you always want something to be like a flashy entrance and wow oh, everybody, yeah. but sometimes it doesn't always it doesn't you know end up like that. Um, you know, I'm look, just look at the. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I'm just worried that that they're not as focused on this game as. I would want them to, and then therefore not put as much resources in this game as I would want them to. And then this also tells us when it said, you know, on the picture there, it says now hiring. This is not coming out anytime soon. No, if they don't have, years. if they don't have their team yet, this is going to be three, maybe four years down the line. Which so, is fine. That's that's take as long as you need. We've waited twenty years for for this game, or however long it came out. Take your time with it. Take your time. Make it great. Make us love this series again. Um, because again, we didn't we didn't know it was even coming out in the first place. So now that I know you're working on it, great. Do what you need to do to make it great. Because what's gonna happen comes out and it sucks. That yeah, cannot, I, I, that. I hear. It. I just wish I don't know. We were talking about this a few weeks ago too, where you're like, what do you prefer better? Where studios announce their games six months down the line, or when they announce their games five or four years down the line? And I went with the more like six down you know, six months down the line, like that makes more sense. And I think you went with the opposite, right? Oh, well, the opposite, this, yeah. Just, like just this, this kind of way. Yeah, just yeah. announce it and then wait and then just wait for fucking decades till you get the game. <laughs> I Like this to me is like, all right, I'm going to wait three to four years. Like I'm sure obviously we'll get, you know, trailers and all that stuff, gameplay uh, footage throughout the time. But man, that's going to be a long time. Like it's going to be a while. But regardless, it was announced, like you said, it's good news. It, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do. It's a remake, right? So are they going to remake? Is it going to be like a, a Dead Space kind of remake, right? Or is it going to be more like a, a Resident Evil 2 remake, right? Where they, they kind of have, they, they kind of add a little bit more to the game, to like their own own twist of the game, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how that's going to be. I hope it's more in the, the Resident Evil field because I really, mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job at least with Resident Evil 2. I think Resident right. Evil 3 was a little, kind of fell short a little bit, but mm-hmm. I think it was a really nice revamp and a reimagining of the game because mm-hmm. now whenever I think of Resident Evil 2, I don't think back to the old PlayStation N64 version. I now right. put the new newer version in my head. So I think if they do that, be able to put that version instead of people mind the net, then I think, I think we're okay. And I'm confident because the guy said, we're going to take the time. To explore what this means for us the light the shadow the animation tech the gameplay ai and even audio so you know they're going to look at every details really get you immersed in that atmosphere because stealth is kind of a tough 
genre to hit. There's that's why there's not a ton of stealth games out there, especially good ones. They're a dime a dozen. So I, I think that they really they know that they have to hit this out of the park. But like you said, there's not that many. I think the only two right now are Splinter Cell and maybe Hitman at this point, right? And I think they're in a really good position to make this game really stand out and be the stealth game. You know, this this could be a big one for them, and, and they could take the, the throne, I guess, for from Metal Gear Solid, if you want to say it that way. But yeah, I'm excited. I I sound like I'm not. But I'm excited. It's just. It's three to four years down the line, so I'm like, how excited can I be at this point? You right, right. I mean? You'll be excited once you see a trailer for it. Oh, yeah, but for think sure. Think about it. You're going to be giddy when you know like there's a Game Awards and they're going to be saying like the same thing you said. Like, I want to get that like, oh, my God, like, let's go. That pop You're going to have the yeah. same reaction when the trailer actually gets released because now you're getting a first look at that, right? In uh, yeah. a sense? Yeah. You're no, going to still I be excited you. for it. So. It's like, all right, so let's say – they right now on Twitter, yeah, you know Sony. Let's say Sony uh, Blue Point Games announced, "Hey, we're making a Metal Gear Solid remake. Enjoy, it's coming out in four years." We're like, "Oh, cool! All right." Like the reaction there would not be the same as if like at the Game Awards we saw Blue Point Games, uh, Blue Point Studios, and they showed one hundred percent. You, you are one hundred percent right. You are one hundred percent right, and I think it's because the hype level for the franchise itself like if you're a die hard splinter cell like you live and breathe splinter cell you might have been kind of disappointed the way they did it which you yeah. are a little bit but yeah for a fairweather fan like me or that like thinks that the, the you know it's cool i'm like okay that's it's cool right for the most yeah. part the it's really the diehard fans that are just like it's, it would be a little disappointing right so it's that makes me wonder from, uh -huh. sorry go ahead go ahead i was gonna say it'd be the same thing if like they announced devil may cry six and he just did like Capcom's like, all right, here we go working on it. I'm like, all right, cool. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? Like, give I'm, me I'm something. happy. Don't get me wrong. It's cool. Like, oh my God, right. that's sick. But it's like, oh, but I wanted to see, like, I want more. Give me more. So this just, so now I'm like contemplating in my head, like, is this franchise not as big as I thought it was? Like, you know how in your, in, like, when you're younger, you're, you think, like, this is something bigger than it really is. And then growing up, you're like, oh, it's like, no one really cares about this. Like, is this, that franchise is Splinter Cell not that big for Ubisoft? Because I feel like there's a lot, like a huge uh, fan base for for Splinter Cell. It's one of the. I feel like it's one of the the biggest, and if anything, it's one of the most polished they have. I think it's bigger than Ghost Recon. And 100, yeah. I would say it's maybe second to Rainbow Six Vegas at this point. But Rainbow Six kind of has been falling off. They've been kind of riding Rainbow Six for a really long time. They kind of need something else to kind of re relieve themselves. Because yep. they just they like what extraction I think was the next like iteration of Rainbow Six and that looks like you know whatever. So do they you need have you played any of the Splinter Cell games? Like which ones have you played? Do you remember? I think one or two, one and two. I don't know if I played the other one. I don't. I couldn't even tell you the names of the actual games because it's been so long. And I I played them more again for the gameplay versus the actual story. Mm. I don't really remember so, too much. Splinter Cell One, which was. Probably, like, obviously, that's the one that kind of got me into the Splinter Cell franchise. That was, like, one of my favorite games. Um, but Pandora Tomorrow was, I think, the coolest one because it incorporated yeah. a lot of really cool elements. Um, I didn't really play the the newer versions. I didn't play uh, Blacklist. I didn't play, uh, what was the other one called? I forgot. It was, like, Double Agent, um, Conviction. I didn't play any of those. That's but, when the series started going downhill, exactly. I feel like. It was, like, yeah. after the first three 
in the series and they started adding those they were probably like okay we're gonna we're gonna cut this off because the steam is kind of like is gone mm-hmm. and oh, now chaos people are crazy. Theory. Chaos, theory, right? chaos, chaos theory was a good one yeah yep. i remember that but now that people are craving that again they're like all right we'll bring it back for you guys yeah so so I'm super interested to see how they take this game. Again, the mechanics have to be improved, right? We're talking about a, a decade or 10-year-old game at this point. Um, so they have to really, more longer than that. So they have to really change the uh, dynamics. Again, similar to uh, how they did with Resident Evil and Dead Space, right? Where they really changed the mechanics and the gameplay style. Like I think that obviously has to happen with this. And I just can't, they, they can go wild. Is it going to be open world? Who knows? Like, you know, there's so many factors into this, like, they can they can take this direction however they want. They just have to really succeed and implement it well. Isn't remake kind of a scary word now in a sense? Scary no, in a sense. It means, it means so many things now. But remake, you're taking something that someone cherished back in the day and loved and has a big fan hall, and you're turning it in a sense something else. And if you deviate too far from it, you're going to piss people off. But if you don't change it enough, mm-hmm. people are going to get pissed off. So there's a happy oh, yeah. medium. I'll give you a great example of this, actually. We just did an episode on this. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Yeah, 100%. You're right. With Binge. And when we asked him, we were like, hey, what do you think of this remake? He just flat out said it's lazy. And yep. I, we agree with him 100%. You have 100%. Stayed, stayed way too safe with the source material. You gave it a little bit of bump in graphics barely and what you get is a game that kind of fell flat and now you know three weeks out from me getting it i'm not playing anymore i lost interest because it just is the same did you beat it i beat the elite four i didn't get like i didn't complete my pokedex and get like all the extra legendaries but Mm. it's because i don't want to i'm like why yeah i know what happens (laughs) yeah that's true yeah you're right i i think that is a excellent point um it just depends on who is taking who, who's actually doing this who's developing the game i mean you have it's a fine balance that you have to take right there's games like crash bandicoot um the new one it's about time that they 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 it's a remake like it's it's a, it's a remaster or a remake of the game so they took this game and they kind of added their own twist to it and now well it's 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 not a remake actually i'm wrong it's it's just a successor i think right it's like the the next regardless it's it's taking you're taking a game that's however many years old and obviously needs and adding your new own mechanics and stuff like that, then you're, you're essentially changing the game up, right? You right, to... exactly. But you get where I'm going with this. Like yeah, that yeah. is a, a common theme in this day and age now. And it's not a bad thing because like I said, it, there's so many iterations of remakes. There's again, the Dead Space uh, iteration where they keep it kind of safe, but they really uh, graphically improve the game and graphically, not, right. not graphically, uh, uh, mechanically improve the game as well. Or you have the Resident Evil route where they graphically improve the game but they also change it up in a sense where like now you're not playing the same levels anymore you're actually playing levels that you've never played before in that same atmosphere you well know? Yes, it's changing it from over the top view to actually third person now Drastically completely changes the, it completely changes the game at that point when you change perspectives like that you know it's just mm-hmm. changing the game from third person to first person like it's like gears of war gears of war went first person it'd be completely different than the third it'd be like doom yeah, so I, I don't think remake means the same anymore. Back then, right, you have a remake, it's just, oh, they're just like cleaning it up a little bit, making sure the frame rate is stable, um, maybe improve the graphics well, a little bit, but that's it. Here's here's now the the conversation with remaster versus remake. Remaster is the 
make it prettier but keep the core game the same right mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. make it prettier mm-hmm. but now i feel like remaster is becoming a little more rare i know there was at one point there's like i forget what year it was but there was this like re- remaster 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 oh yeah remaster. it's just like that's so lazy like i get it you're just making the game prettier and whatnot mm-hmm. whereas you can't call a game that's gonna be a remake a remaster they're they're completely two different d- things right yeah for sure and we'll have to see how this one turns out i think i'm i'm okay with uh ubisoft toronto handling it i think they'll do a fantastic job graphically i'm not worried mechanically i can't be too worried like it i can't imagine them messing this up that bad they just have to really maybe change up the story a little bit because i honestly can't remember anything about the story and keep sam fisher don't don't take him away you know keep sam fisher that grouty voice you know Yeah, yeah, yeah um don't 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 take that away but i don't know they have something good in their hands and they just have to really implement all the the fine things that players want to make this successful i think they're gonna do a great job i have confidence in it again i hate i really like ubisoft too much like i said ea ubisoft they're kind of like similar in a sense but they know what this game means to people that's why it Mm -hmm. took them this long to actually come out with it um i think they're gonna do a great job so well kelf that uh is the end of the discussion there anything else you would like to add before we end the podcast? Um, thank you guys for following us and supporting us throughout this year. It's been fucking great. It's been a wild ride. Um, I'm happy that we were able to do this, right, starting off this year. And also check out our part two episode of the um, collaboration Hi. that we did with the Video Games and Podcast, Daniel, and with... Um, Jesus Christ, uh, Days Claire Gone Weaver Pod. At Days Gone, yeah. So, yeah, part two is coming out, and take a look out for that. It's coming out Sunday, 7 a.m. Um, yeah, we keep talking about how we you know, started out podcasting, and we kind of deviate a little bit towards like our podcast and what games we're playing. So it, it's a fun time. So I definitely recommend you guys check it out. Cool. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Kelv, I'll see you this weekend because we're going to go see Spider-Man. Spider-Man, baby, let's go. I Trust me, I'm so scared to go on the internet because, like, even I was like searching for gaming news this week. I was like, please don't stumble upon it. Please don't stumble upon any spoilers. So. Real quick before we leave, do you think this Spider Man is going to exceed your expectations or is it going to, like, you're going to be let down? I think it's going to exceed it. I think okay. it's, I, I don't know if it's going to, I was always well, hyped meet. for it. I was always hyped okay. because as soon as I saw, um, I don't know, Octavius and the Green Goblin. I was like, yep, this, that's, that's, a, you know, <laughs> that's me. It, that's it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good. And w- from what I've seen so far, people are raving about it. Like, just okay. like, oh my God, Spider Man's a great thing. But not giving me spoilers, but right. pe- people are not disappointed with this movie. So. All right. Well, we'll definitely give you guys our impressions next week. So look out for that. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to the Project Team podcast. We'll see you again next week. Adios. See ya.